Market View on Money FM 89.3. Well, as far as assets go, this has been a pretty challenging year, actually, for gold. In fact, since the start of the year, we're seeing that gold prices have fallen by about 6.3% to 1,770 US dollars per troy ounce. And this on the back of continued inflationary concerns and, pro- and worries that perhaps rising interest rates in the future might sap the luster of the precious metal that's also seen as a safe haven of choice by many investors. Will this hold and will we actually see better days in the year ahead for the uh, for gold? Well, today on Money FM 89.3, we're joined once again by Mr. Robin Sui, who's a vice president and also APAC gold strategist for State Street Global Advisors. He joins us from Hong Kong today to talk about their outlook for gold and to also assess what's been a rather bumpy year for the precious metal. Mr. Tui, thank you so much for joining us again. Glad to hear you and your loved ones are still safe and in good health during these times. And welcome back to the show, sir. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, JP. All right. So, uh, Mr. Tui, in spite of all the ongoing volatility and uncertainty this year, usually a recipe that attracts investors towards gold because of its safe haven appeal, gold isn't glittering. In fact, we noted down more than 6% year to date. What do you think has been bugging gold bugs and traders so far? Oh, I think the number one key reason definitely has been uh, the tapering news regarding the Fed will start to taper uh, probably this month and also raise interest rates in 2022. Uh, in a normal year when inflation is rising, uh, usually gold will perform quite well. And historically, that has been the case when CPI is over 5%. Um, but I think this year it's been quite an interesting year with the recovery of the economy and also the tightening policy has had a major negative effect on gold prices uh, in 2021. But in fact, if you look Back in the past probably six months, I think the price has recovered somewhat because if we look at the price uh, in the first quarter, uh, gold price was down 10%. And then we had a huge rally when inflation in the U.S. was shotting up to uh, over 5%. Uh, but unfortunately, um, uh, with last week, um, you know, tapering news coming on and the Fed expects to raise rates as early as May next year, that has some negative impact uh, on gold price uh, since last week. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought up the idea of gold as an inflation hedge. It's usually seen as being one of those big stalwarts that could benefit. But um, as we've also noted today, um, uh, noted, um, it's, it's, uh, it's important because we've seen how strong inflation has been this year. But with inflation and these interest rate pressures becoming even more and more intrinsically linked, almost moving in lockstep with each other, is this causing disruptions, disruptions to gold's normal relation to rising price pressures and inflation, Robin? Well, yes, I think so, because I think um, with the rise in um, inflation, um, there's more pressure for the Fed to raise interest rates. But I think the the story about raising interest rates, I think, has been overdone, because if you look at um, the real interest rate environment in the U.S., is still quite negative, given if you look over uh, both the short term and long term, um, because of the rising inflation environment, uh, the U.S. is still in negative real interest rate environment. And that it's what we believe will continue to uh, drive gold prices higher. And I believe the rising interest rate, the Fed rates, will have some, I guess, pain uh, on gold in the short term. And we've been seeing that in the last couple of months. But I think all this news has been priced in. So with the market expecting probably two hikes uh, next year. But if you look at gold price, yes, it's been down 6%. But um, the last week's performance is not that ugly compared I guess, to the scenario that we saw back in 2013 when gold price went through a quite a painful three-year bear market. So I think 
you know, this year and next year and going forward, it will be a different story for gold uh, compared uh, to what we saw back in 2013, 14 and 15. We're still to Mr. Robin Sui, who's a vice president and APAC gold strategist for State Street Global Advisors here on Money FM 89.3, assessing the rather challenging year for gold. Um, uh, Robin, uh, on the other side of the equation, then, I'm trying to look for reasons uh, that might bolster gold, actually. And as we know, gold is still a commodity that does uh, fall under the basic rules of supply and demand. What is the demand for gold looking like at the moment, especially from some of their biggest notable buyers? Um, the demand actually has been quite, quite good this year. Um, so obviously the price is down 6%. But that has actually engaged more buyers to buy gold. Um, so if you look at the central banks, uh, which is a very important driver of gold demand, um, they're actually buying more gold than, than last year. Um, you probably heard the news, uh, Singapore bought some gold uh, mm-hmm. a few days ago. Um, so that was a big news uh, in Hong Kong as well. Um, they bought gold for the first time uh, in 10 years. So all the central banks saw these opportunities um, to buy gold given the price decline that we saw this year. And other big drivers of gold demand, like jewelry demand, has picked up this year because the growth uh, of the economy in China, India, and U.S. And I think on the flip side, we've seen outflow some ETFs. So I think that's the only, I guess, negative side we've seen this year. But that's because last year we saw record inflows into gold back ETFs. And I think it's quite normal for some investors just to pull out because um, they, they saw this uh, profit making opportunities this year. But um, overall, I think the gold demand is, is, is still quite healthy, even though price, you know, is uh, it's down by about 6% this year. So uh, from what I'm taking from this, Robin, is that you're still very optimistic on gold heading into the new year, that things might get better so, uh, in, in, the, in 2022. So can you help us understand what your outlook now is for gold in the new year? Are there any particular target prices or, um, uh, or markers that you're watching out for that might be worth watching if people want to assess the prospects for the precious model in 2022? Yes, I, th- I think based on what we're seeing right now, we, we believe gold price will trend uh, between 18 to 1900 heading uh, into year end. Uh, I think the, the impact of uh, Omicron, the new variant, is still to be assessed. But just looking at the real interest rate environment uh, into 2022, given the rise in inflation expectations, we still believe gold is a good hedge against rising inflation and uncertainty. And for those looking for asset class that can hedge against potential equity downturn as well, um, gold historically has a very strong negative correlations to equities. Um, so potentially if this variant uh, have an impact, negative impact on the share market, which we saw last week, um, having some gold about 5 to 10% in your portfolio will actually help you or help investors to improve the overall performance. All right. And finally, Robin, before we let you go, gold's weakness perhaps welcomed a lot of criticism and from potential challengers. And one thing that many have actually held up as a potential replacement for gold is Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Now, do you think that Bitcoin might actually have a shot at overtaking gold as a safe haven of choice moving forward? 
Um, I, I don't think so. I, I think Bitcoin can complement Dole as an alternative asset. Um, but um, for those looking for an asset class that can hedge against market downturn, um, if you look at the past 10 years data of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, it doesn't really provide that hedge. For example, last week when the delta of the new variant came to the news, Bitcoin was down 4%, where gold was up 1%. So I don't think Bitcoin will replace gold because I think the function is, is quite different. Uh, Bitcoin is more for speculative investment, whereby gold is more for long-term and also portfolio hedging functions. Um, as I said, they can play a complementary role, but I don't think one can replace uh, one another uh, in the near future. All right. Robin Sui, a vice president and of APAC Gold Strategist for State Street Global Advisors. Thank you so much for joining us today on Money FM 89.3 to share State Street's outlook for gold moving forward and to help us assess the rather challenging year for the precious metal. As always, Robin, I wish you and your loved ones continued health and safety during these times. We will look forward to the next time you can join us on the show. Meanwhile, stay safe and hope you're having a great afternoon out there in Hong Kong. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.